Hello, you are listening to the Nourish Gut Podcast. This space is for the woman who is suffering from digestive issues like IBS and SIBO. I am your host, Carly Raven. I am a naturopath, clinical nutritionist, gut health expert, and mother. My mission is to help educate you about IBS and SIBO and take you on a journey to resolving your digestive issues. I will have real conversations and give you solutions that I know actually work. So if you're ready to be bloat-free, poo better, have more energy and become free from the fear of food, then you are in the right place. Hello and welcome to episode 25 on the Nourish Gut podcast. Today I'm really excited to be uh, coming to talk to you about the link between SIBO and bowel disease, things like uh, Crohn's disease, diverticulitis and ulcerative colitis, because there is absolutely a link there. Now, a lot of you will know that my special interest lies with IBS and SIBO, but I do also see a lot of patients with um, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, diverticulitis, um, and more of those complex gut health issues as well. Um, and the reason for that is because uh, a lot of patients who actually have IBD also have IBS or SIBO going on. And sometimes that can actually be the underlying cause. So I want to talk a little bit more about this today because I think that it's something that isn't commonly talked about. It's definitely something that I know amongst the the medical uh, treatment um, and paradigm isn't it is often overlooked and not looked into. So. I think that if you do have bowel disease or you know someone that does, um, giving them that hope, uh, a lot of these patients get told that they're going to live with these these diseases for the rest of their life and that they're going to be on medications lifelong to manage that. And in some patients, that is the case. It really comes down to the individual and what's going on for them. And it also depends on their their past history and how long they've had it for and how severe. So um, I'm not saying that natural medicine and, and, you know, identifying SIBO is, you know, the absolute uh, answer and is going to completely fix the IBD. But I have seen it in, in numerous patients that I work with when we, we fix the microbiome, when we fix the gut and the entire digestive system, rather than just focusing on, you know, the large bowel, we can see really great um, improvements. So today I want to talk a little bit more about this link and explain some things to you. So uh, when it comes to IBD, there's actually some associated conditions. And so I've already mentioned that it could be SIBO and it's actually up to 23% of people with IBD actually do have SIBO. Fructose malabsorption can be up to 61% uh, of patients. Lactose malabsorption is 44 to 68%. And there's also a trend uh, appearing uh, between the appearance of IBD and an infection called Clostridium difficile, uh, often referred to as C, C, C. diff. Okay, um, and so these are all correlations that lead towards you know a patient having IBD, and it is a little bit of the chicken versus you know the egg situation, and what came first, and what caused what, and it can be a little bit tricky, but often when you dive deep into a patient's case and and you look at, um, you know, a timeline of events and their health history, you can start to really see these trends and what actually is causing um, these issues. So I think that, you know, if I'm uh, you have IBD and you haven't uh, looked into IBS, um, you know, and fructose malabsorption and, and lactose malabsorption and, and infections, um, it's such an important thing to do. I um, have seen 
incredible trends in my practice, especially with my ulcerative colitis patients. Um, there's some really interesting patterns that I'm seeing with different bacterial compositions and percentages in the bowel. And that's when we do microbiome testing. And I really do believe that the dysbiosis in the large bowel and in some cases coupled with, you know, overgrowth in the small bowel and a poor digestive capacity, it's a little bit of a cocktail of disaster that's actually leading to IBD. And the other thing to remember is that IBD also can cause SIBO. So you could have IBD and the fact that you've had IBD, it's actually gone on and caused more issues, um, especially if you've had like bowel resection. So that ileocecal valve area, if that's been, uh, you know, you've had a bowel resection and things like that we can actually start to see really big implications in, in the small bowel. Okay. So it is really important. Like I, this is like, I'm, I'm passionate about this. I've done a whole module on this in my practitioner mentoring program. Um, because I just think that it's, you know, we don't always think SIBO and IBD. And I do think we need to be ruling that out in these patients. Um, the other really interesting thing, uh, is that, you know, the bacteria, in the large bowel play such a pivotal role in this and you know we've got sulfur reducing bacteria we've got infections that have been linked we've got inflammation we've got immune activation all of these things are going to worsen the environment and the erosion the ulceration the inflammation the cells in in the gut okay so if we can correct this stuff and it's so responsive to natural treatment. This is what I love about what I do. You know, even probiotics, prebiotics, and some herbal medicine can be enough to shift the microbiome in the large bowel. And, you know, when you couple that with our naturopathic autoimmune, immune regulation, it can be life-changing for some of these patients. Obviously, if there's SIBO going on as well, um, we would be addressing that as well. So I think that it's important to um, have a holistic approach if you have IBD and, and understanding that there is a link between what, what's going on in the rest of your digestive system um, and getting further answers, whether that be doing more testing um, and, and working with a healthcare professional that can do this for you. I really do think that you're going to see, you know, better outcomes. Um, you know, I've seen patients over the last two years, um, in particular when going through my Nourish Gut program, go from being in hospital uh, with multiple um, bowel motions that are loose and urgent to being completely stable. And, and that takes sometimes an integrated approach. And that's important. So I think if you have not yet tried naturopathic care, if you haven't looked at SIBO, if you haven't done, you know, breath testing or stool testing, please reach out. Like this is something that you can do and it can, even if it improved your symptoms by 50%, imagine how much more quality of life you could have. Okay. I know how severe IBD can be and how much it can impact your everyday life. So I just wanted to share this information. If you want to know more about SIBO and infections, please go back and listen to some of my past episodes in on the podcast. I talk a lot about SIBO and IBS and, um, you know, sulfur, hydrogen sulfide SIBO and sulfur bacteria. So 
that information is in other episodes. So I don't want to dive into, you know, all of this stuff today because I have covered it off in in other ones. But, you know, I, I wanted to take this opportunity to really share that there is a link there. And there is quite a lot of research and clinical trials that have been done on, you know, the gut microbiome composition and the changes of the immune system um, when, when we target those responses in the gut. And in particular, hydrogen sulfur and sulfur reducing bacteria is mind blowing. There is a higher count of those bacteria in so many patients with ulcerative colitis. So, yeah, hopefully that is new information to you or makes you feel like there's something else that you can do if you've been on this journey with IBD for quite some time and you feel like you're still relapsing or the medication hasn't fully got it under control, um, that there's there's other stuff that you can do. And, you know, while I uh, support and work with all of the medications that my patients are on, um, those medications will impact the microbiome. So I think that you know, even in the patients where we can't get you off medication, even if you're doing supportive work for the microbiome and making dietary changes and things like that at the same time, you're minimizing the overall impact that these medications um, and the disease that can have and um, on your bowel and even the progression of the disease, you know, like stabilizing things, making sure it doesn't get worse so that you don't need to have major surgeries or have, you know, bags put in and all of those things. Like, you know, it's not just about curing or fully resolving the IBD it's also about sometimes in so many patients just you know obviously improving things but stopping the progression is so so important because I can I've seen it in some patients where it does you know progress very quickly you know even in the span of six to 12 months it can get pretty nasty so yeah maybe it's time for you to do a SIBO test or microbiome testing we do SIBO testing direct through um, our website so if that's something that you would like to do please reach out if you want to know more or you'd like to work with me you can apply now on the website just hit on the work with me button click apply now and then me and my team will get back to you um, you know let me know more about what's going on for you what you need help with and if I don't have the capacity to help you, then I train uh, Naturopaths Australia wide and we'll be able to help find someone who I feel would be suitable for your case. So, yeah, I hope that's wonderful new information. Just keep holding on to hope if you are currently suffering um, because it can get better. Sometimes you just need to keep looking and keep trying even when it feels really hard. All right, I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Did you like what you heard? Leave us a review. If you'd like to learn more about my Nourish Gut program or the Nourish Gut Kids membership, head over to my website. Would you like to be a part of a community that gets it? Join our Facebook group, Nourish Gut Community, or come and follow me over on Instagram. All of these links can be found in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time on the Nourish Gut podcast.